0: What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in into another episode of Creative Habits Podcast. How you doing today, my love?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I can't complain. Um, so we're going to do things a little bit different uh, this go around. We're going to start with um a small new segment in the beginning, and then we'll go straight into the topic. How does that sound? Great. All right. Well, in today's news, the FAA can't explain pilots' UFO sighting last weekend over New Mexico. A radio transmission from an American Airlines from Cincinnati to Phoenix last weekend might have been ripped straight out of the Mm. X-Files. Quote, do you have any targets up here? We just had something go right over our heads said pilot at nine oh uh, at 119 cst on sunday i hate to say this but it looked like a long cylindrical object that almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing moving really fast right over the top of us so what do you think about that
1: what if it was a bird
0: a bird <laughs> that big what is, i'm just thinking like it's so
1: hard because it's Things that you watch on TV or movies when, you know, you're watching a sci-fi channel or or a film that's, you know, science fiction. But to actually have witnessed accounts from people Mm -hmm. about these situations occurring, I'm like, dang, this is actually could. I mean, it could be factual.
0: There's been uh, recent reports of the Navy, the Air Force. And some other branches of the military releasing some um, information about UFOs and stuff like that, and them seeing things that's unexplain unexplainable in the skies, and you know, it's it's I like I I love stuff like that. I, Why? Because it puts us in perspective. We as humans consider ourselves the center of the universe but the vastness of the universe is like the universe is so large and it could be many different universes outside of ours and galaxies and and different planets and stars and all this when you look at it from a broader perspective we're really like a, a small speck of sand in like the Sahara desert,
1: or ants. <laughs> you know <laughs> Compared what I mean. To everything like everything else.
0: I mean, we're pretty significant, but in the grand scheme of things, we're kind of there's
1: something bigger
0: than us as well. Yeah, so yeah, I, I just find it interesting. You know, it's very interesting. Just to, some people think that we're the only things in existence on this planet, but mm-hmm. uh, I highly doubt that.
1: I'm going to play that devil's advocate a little bit. Go ahead. What if we're being duped? What if they're creating things?
0: Like an inside job?
1: Yeah, like an inside the job mm. so that we can get to being like, oh, my gosh, is UFOs. Or, oh, my gosh, this. So when they're ready to, um, you know, take siege of Mars yeah. <laughs> and move people over there, it's like, oh, you know, we've already got people acclimated with the fact that they are UFOs in the first place. So what if it's, you know, part of the program?
0: It makes sense because the military <laughs> only gets paid when there's like war. So they create, you know, different wars and stuff yeah. like that.
1: Not to say that's the case, but I'm just like, you know, what if?
0: I mean, I don't know what's out there. Mm-hmm. Like, we've been on the planet pretty much all our lives. So <laughs> who knows? But um, the a, uh, FAA released a short statement. A pilot reported seeing an object over New Mexico shortly Afternoon, local time on Sunday, uh, February 21st, 2021, uh, FAA air traffic controllers did not see any object in the area or on the radar scopes.
1: What does that mean?
0: (laughs) I I don't know, man. I don't know. Hmm. I just...
1: I mean, what's the FAA? I think it's like the
0: Federal... Airline, aso-
1: association. <laughs> airline
0: association. Airline <laughs> association. I don't know, but um, yeah, some 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 crazy term, but I I just thought that was interesting.
1: It is. It's very interesting, and I'm curious to see like what you know what happens after this news or information. Mm. Yeah.
0: Okay, let's go in today's topic.
1: Okay. Um,
0: let's talk about family. A mm-hmm. traditional family household. What does that mean to you?
1: A traditional family household. When I think of traditional, I think of like what is considered to be quote unquote normal. Mm. So I guess a joint family: mother mm. and father, child if they have children, um, grandparents, great grandparents, great 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 grandparents.
0: Okay. Okay. How about you? Um, pretty much the same. You know, pretty much the same. But um, here's the the definition. Um. Okay. A traditional family is a family structure that consists of a man, woman, and one or more of their biological or adopted children. In the most traditional families, the man and the woman are husband and wife. The percentage of traditional families in the U.S. has steadily declined over the past 40 years.
1: Now... When we say traditional, is that traditional based off of a Western Pretty
0: perspective
1: much. of a traditional family? Pretty much. Because now that I think of it and, you know, you said, what is a traditional family? It could look differently in different cultures.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it could.
1: But speaking of where, you know, where we live and what we're accustomed to, what was the percentage again?
0: Forty uh, percent is declining.
1: Why do you think it's declining?
0: Um no, nah, that wasn't a percent. It said the percentage of a tra- traditional families in, New York, in the United States has steady declined over the fa- past 40 years.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, from my environment, I know that a lot of people come from families that are in a single parent household mm-hmm. or a household where. The mother and father are not, you know, fully present where it could be like a step parent or somebody else that's mm. taking a, 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 um, a parental role to fulfill that traditional family quality.
0: What's your um, family background?
1: My family background? Yeah. Um, it was first my mother and I, my grandparents raised me, so they probably are considered my parents as well. Mm. I think a lot of people in my family could count as a parental figure to me so basically i was a product of a child being raised by the village
0: so not traditional and western non-traditional
1: and western standards but i think from an african perspective um it is to be expected because everybody in your family does take part in raising a child right yeah what was your family dynamic like
0: uh, pretty much non-traditional, a mm-hmm. single parent household, um, but I've had a lot of um, cousins and had aunts that basically helped raise me, mm-hmm. and you know, friends um, of the family that helped raise me as well. So it's basically untraditional
1: mm-hmm. in the
0: Western sense, but...
1: From a Western perspective, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah but it's it's 2021 like what is traditional i don't think anything is traditional anymore because there's so many different perspectives and family dynamics that are old um and and new
1: or but also familiar because if we are looking at it from a different perspective let's say from an African perspective, that could look completely different from a western mm. point of view of what a traditional family would be
0: what i'm um one example to which i'm I'm referring to is um we were just watching this uh video on um youtube mm-hmm. about a family um it was a male who became a woman so i guess he was a trans A trans woman and Mm -hmm. a woman who became a man. So she's a trans man. Mm -hmm. But they came together.
1: To procreate.
0: To procreate. Mm -hmm. And the trans man, the trans woman couldn't get pregnant because, you know, basically, basically she didn't doesn't have ovaries. But the trans man does
1: was able to produce the baby
0: because, yeah. you know, he has he has ovaries and mm-hmm. whatnot. And um, that's very untraditional, <laughs> you know, it
1: is. And and I think that that's now like, I guess, what we would consider modern families. Mm. So we've progressed from being a tradition, you know, doing things from a traditional perspective of what society is expected to do to this new modern family where it's like we all define what our personal journey as a family would be
0: right or if it's um two gay males who you know become married or they have a biological baby or they Mm. adopt you know that's like a modern i guess modern family household I don't think it's traditional because that's not the traditional standard in Western, you know, ideals. But it's like I think I think the term modern family fits, you know what mm-hmm. I
1: mean? You know? Yeah. And now that I think of it, too, like there could be qualities that were traditional. Um, for instance, women's position in the family, I think, mm-hmm. has significantly changed as what it was in many cultures and in, in, in general, like the culture that we live in, mm-hmm. which is that, you know, you stay at home with the kids. The man always makes the decisions, all of that type of thing. But yeah. I think we've moved forward into it being, you know, on an equal plane and women have a say. like women can work and women can have different roles that don't take away. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. from them being more than just
0: a housewife, a,
1: a caretaker. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So what's your thoughts on, you know, the modern family like what's your perspective on it?
1: Um I never really thought about it in depth until we had this conversation, but I believe that a modern family is more free Mm -hmm. than a traditional family so i think that traditional family means that you had to do things in order based Mm -hmm. off of like i guess you know whoever we're following like whoever's (laughs) category of what a traditional family is but i think in this day and age having an opportunity to have a choice as to how you want to raise your family i think is liberating Mm -hmm some people may consider that to be individualistic because you're making a decision for yourself and then your offspring's moving forward but initially it's like an individual non-social choice right unless right. it's with your partner like that's you know that's not the individual part of it but it's like you come together with somebody to figure out how you define what you want that dynamic to be. It's no longer what society thinks is. It's
0: a partnership. A partnership. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's the norm. Yeah. Um, I think (laughs) families Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I think it should be like an individual like case study like everyone shouldn't be the same. Everyone shouldn't be cookie cutter and and follow the, th- the same rubric because everyone is different. Everyone has different lifestyles. Everyone has different, like, social settings or right. economical um, um, standing. So it should all be different for everyone, you mm-hmm. know. But at the base of it, we all should lead with love, you know. Yeah. We all should lead with love because... um i've known families who was considered traditional mm-hmm. the father would work you know endless hours and while the mother stayed home and mm-hmm. the kids would go to school and 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 come home and not have the opportunity to like speak for themselves or mm-hmm. you know just have communication with the parents because it's our household we what we say is is what goes you know what i mean and
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i think there's good aspects on a traditional household like having two parents you know no matter what gender or, or creed or race like having two people there can help benefit the, the, the household, you know, because yeah. it divides up, like, the the work and, and the love and the time and, and the energy that's put into the household, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Yeah, and I believe, like, instinctively, as humans, we do require structure. Mm-hmm. So I think it goes both ways, where it's good that we can make decisions in a modern family dynamic, that's beneficial to, like, what we define that to be. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, like, those traditional qualities, it's like there's a structure in place that must be followed. But let's say, like, you decide to, like, step into, like, a modern space and you mentioning that, yes, you lead with love, but also, like, what is the family mission or role? Right. Because it could also, you know, it could be a great thing, but it could also hinder, like, you know, the, the dynamic of raising a child or like the partnership, things may get kind of um, conflicting or confusing if there's no understanding of what that modern choice of family building you're deciding to
0: right, right. to follow. Um, tell me about your experience living in a non, a quote-unquote non-traditional household to becoming in a traditional household.
1: Hmm. And uh, that's a good question because am I in a traditional household?
0: I mean, like when you were growing up, you know, mm-hmm. um, it was just you and your mom at one point in time. Right. Then and then
1: moving forward. I mean, married,
0: I think... She married into, you know.
1: Right. So it was quite an interesting story because I believe that um, I also had my mom, but to begin with, I was actually raised with my grandparents. Right. So, um, at the age of 10 and a half months, my mom had went to school. So for, for seven years of my life, I was just raised by my grandparents and occasionally my paternal grandparents mm. had a role, you know, on weekends, I would go with them. Um, but during that time, you know, it was my grandparents, my uncle, um, my grandparents, uh, son, who also played a significant role. And I think that, that, really I didn't really I couldn't tell you know I Mm -hmm. couldn't tell that there was anything that I was lacking I think it was more noticeable when that dynamic for me changed from living with my grandparents to living you know back with my mom and then having to adjust to you know being in a quote-unquote traditional family where she's married and then living in that
0: perspective. What was the process like what Mm -hmm. how did you feel when You left your grandparents and went to live with your mom. Like, did you notice any difference between, like, parenting?
1: Yes. I think, well, it depends. So from what I can remember living with my grandparents, I do know that I was asking to live with my mom. Mm. Because at the time when I noticed that everybody had their mom and their dad, it was just like, okay, this is not, you know, this is not... Normal, I guess, because at first I was like, yeah, you know, I didn't really budge about it. But the older I was getting, I was just like, okay, well, where's my mom? (laughs) You know, so when I finally got the opportunity to live with my mom, it was completely different because I'm coming from a place where my grandparents were literally like your whole family visits, you know, Mm -hmm. every single day. And it was just normal. But like coming to move with my mom, it was very like just us. Mm -hmm. And it was great. Like we had a really good time. And then moving forward into like having a, 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 an addition parent. I don't know what you, you call it. A bonus parent. Bonus parent, yeah. Um, that was a different dynamic because now I'm have, having to learn my mom and having to learn my new dad. Mm-hmm. And so I think that as a child, that was a little bit overwhelming um, to, to bear. <laughs> but yeah. I'm here today.
0: Were your grandparents strict, or were, no. did they spoil you?
1: They spoiled me. Yeah. Nah. But I think it was half and half, because when I think about spoil, I, I never really like that word, because I feel like, yes, you can have kids that are given everything. But I think my grandparents are very neutral, but very open. Mm-hmm. So it's like if we had a disagreement, I had the opportunity to voice my opinion respectfully but it didn't mean like you know who you talking to shut your mouth type of thing it's like we have a conversation to resolve the solution and move forward
0: but it's a different dynamic with grandparents Grandparents. you know yeah definitely um
1: but it was easy for me i've had
0: open communications with my grandmother Mm -hmm. while she was still here you know and um they often say like grandparents are there to spoil the grandkids you know that's they, very true they raise the grant they not raise well let's say raise because i can't think of a different word but raise the grandkids a lot different than they raise their own children
1: i agree and i think i was a little bit overly loved or like overly supported because I didn't have both parents physically with me. You know what I mean? Like, there was an extra effort to make sure that I was taken after. Yeah. I don't even know how to explain, but I feel like um, it was hazy for me because even today, like, I look at my grandparents like they're still my parents, Mm -hmm. which is strange. I know my mom is my parent as well, but it's like I feel like I have four parents instead of two.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what was the process of... It's just just you and your mom mm-hmm. Guys are hanging out You know having a good time Getting to know each other And learning each other mm-hmm. um, To end up having A bonus dad Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: what was that process like And how did it make you feel
1: um, I kind of felt robbed <laughs> As a kid Like I felt like I was just getting to know my mom And then you know A year later like you know there's somebody else in the picture yeah so i kind of felt like robbed of having an opportunity to get to know my mom fully Mm. but at the same time too like you know as i got older in that in that family dynamic it was kind of cool to have a fatherly figure that was present you know Mm -hmm. to kind of have you know support and and it's like you don't think about those things because i also think that quote unquote stepdads have a bad rap Like, automatically, like, a child is not supposed to, like, warm up to that position. But I'm so very grateful for having, you know, someone that could drive me to, like, my boxing class or take me to Capoeira or, you know, like, buy school shoes for me. Things that you, you know, that you take for granted and don't really notice or, like, covering tuition. Like, things that I feel like my mom could have done on her own, but someone was willing to be selfless, and be accepting of me.
0: So how do you feel that you benefited from each situation, from being with your grandparents to being with your mom to your mom marrying and you, I guess, having a traditional household mm-hmm. after that.
1: That's a good question. I think I'm very adaptable. And I don't think that, like, I cut people off very easily. Mm. So I think it's made me more of an a, an accepting person of different types of people, but also just being adaptable. So it's like I, I don't usually feel easily uncomfortable in situations. Mm. Yeah, so it's just, it's just made me adapt to things. That's so And I think sometimes it could be negative because I could, you know, be adapting of a work environment that's toxic, but... Mm. Mm-hmm. When I could have left, it's like, oh, no, let me just stick it out because yeah. it's something I can adapt to very easily, not knowing that I end up being stuck in that situation.
0: I could see that. Yeah. I can see that. It's a great perspective. Great mm-hmm. perspective.
1: What would you like to share? Like, what is your childhood background like? And you know, just mm-hmm.
0: single parent household. Uh, just me and my moms, pretty much. Um I was definitely spoiled I'm not afraid to say it mm-hmm. um sometimes in most cases over access of, of spoiledness you know because I guess my mom's felt I was lacking that traditional household so she would um compensate in other ways like extra toys or you know game systems and You know, different things like that, or Mm -hmm. putting me in different, like, um, different, like, after school program, uh, programs like karate or, um, piano lessons or chorus, all this, all these different things. But I appreciate it because my mom taught me to always try something new, Mm -hmm. you know especially when you're at a young, tender age, you're not really fully developed. And you don't, Well, sometimes you are, and you already know what your path is, or your path is, like, embedded in you. But mm-hmm. she taught me to, like, always try different things. And, and if you don't like it, try something new. Try something else. So mm-hmm. You might fall in love with, you know, music one day and then fall in love with photography. But once you find your your, your path, like, you know, what you're good at that's when you stick to it
1: yeah it's quite interesting because i was always told like i would have the opportunity to try different stuff but i couldn't try something new until i finished that one thing like my whole thing is like you don't start something and not finish it so that you know in my my parents you know parenting thing it was just like you don't you know you don't continue something unless you like finish what you started
0: i get that part but like what if you don't like it like,
1: yeah i still had to stick it you, through <laughs> like, that's
0: that's that's kind of torture in a sense yeah but,
1: it's torture but i think it it also taught me like resilience you know and and again like i said it could be a negative thing about it because i could stay at a job that's toxic for a long yeah, time and resilience and is just cool
0: left. it's just like you know it's just like going to a buffet and, to me in my mind it's like going to a buffet and trying this pizza over there if the pizza's nasty, uh, they have, you know, low main over here or some, some something like that. Uh, it's a, it's a terrible analogy, but
1: no, I get what you're saying. But, but then again, it's like in my mind, how I was I was raised? It's like you're yeah. gonna eat that pizza because somebody didn't get a chance to eat pizza. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: But so, um,
1: how did that make you feel?
0: How did it make me feel? Yeah,
1: living in a, a single parent household like that type of a family dynamic.
0: When you're a kid, you don't really notice things until. Well, me, I didn't really notice it until later on in life in my teens Mm -hmm. where I felt like I was kind of missing something. Mm -hmm. But my mother did a good job at, you know, providing and showing me love and, and, you know, just nurturing me Mm -hmm. that I didn't feel like I was missing anything at a a young age, you know. Um, Always had my aunts over, my cousins over, like, the house was always full of people and love and, you know, family, friends and, you know, laughter and all that. But at the same time, when you're a teenager and going through different like hormones and emotions and, and all this other stuff and figuring out who you are and being a male in a single parent mother household, like you. I know things have changed now, but like back in the 90s, a woman can't really teach a boy or show a boy how to be a man. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know what I mean? So I've had to search for that type of guidance in other ways, whether it be my karate teacher or mentors or teachers at middle school, uh, high school, like. Just simple stuff like that, you know, just to, I guess, compensate for what I felt that I was lacking.
1: Yeah. But, and so now, like, the same question that you asked me, like, what have you benefited or not benefited from that experience?
0: What have I benefited? I'm I'm not sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not sure because I feel like I would still be the same person in the two parent household
1: hmm.
0: you know what I mean but I'm not sure it's it's hard to say but I've I've learned from my circumstance that um, to appreciate life and what it gives you and to always question things at the same time Mm. You know what I mean? My mother was big on, like, ask questions. If you don't understand something, ask questions. If you ask somebody who can't answer that question, find somebody else. Like, question everything, no matter what it is.
1: Mm. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that's one major thing that I've benefited from growing up in a single-parent household. Mm. But, you know, everyone has different circumstances. Um, The percentage of traditional families in the U.S. has steadily declined over the past 40 years. In 1970, traditional families accounted for 40% of the U.S. household. By the 1990s, the percentage of a traditional family had declined to 25.6%. In 2010, the U.S. Census Bureau estimated that only 20% of all U.S. families were traditional, I guess.
1: Do you think that new family structures, um, you know, work as well for children than traditional or (laughs) quote-unquote traditional structures?
0: Elaborate new families.
1: New families is in the modern family. The modern family. What we were considered to be a traditional family. Do you think that the modern child is missing anything, or you know, it's about the same as like what they would gain in a traditional household?
0: I think it's bits and pieces. Um, Sometimes. They might be missing some something uh something relatable to another child who has a, a total different you know relationship household relationship with their family but i don't know because the current family who who really knows what the current family is like what is traditional because it's all over the place
1: I guess it just defines on what you identify yourself to be. Right. So it's like, what tradition are you following? Like, whose idea of traditional family are you going by? And then with that information, it's better to make a decision as to what structure of a family you want.
0: I think, like I said before, no matter what family background, tradition, our traditional single parent, um, trans family, whatever... Gay family, whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it should all lead with love, whether it's one parent in the household, two parents in a yeah, household, yeah. whatever. It should all still lead with love at the end of the day, mm-hmm. because that's what kids need the most. They need they need love, appreciation, uh, nourishment. You know, they need all types of like different. Not different. They they just they just need love at the end of the day.
1: I think they need a hundred percent understanding of human emotion. Right. So it's like an honest reflection of love. An honest reflection of like dignity. An honest reflection of respect. An
0: honest, you know, like to be able to to communicate as well. Exactly. I mean, so a lot of (laughs) a whole lot of people are in therapy now because they were not able to communicate with their parents. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know what I mean? I'm not saying, (coughs) excuse me, communicate in a disrespectful manner, but communicate in a nice, um, calm environment. And being able to express your feelings and and, and, and just talk it out, you know. So. Definitely.
1: I mean, that's why I asked my son, even though he's like one and not talking yet, what's mm. wrong? Or use your words. Right. Because it's like some people have never been taught that. Right. Like right. being asked a question to be able to have an open communication about their feelings, mm. but also to say, use your words. Like if you're not comfortable, speak up. You can't just throw yourself but, around.
0: At what point is communication a little too much? Like when he's a teen and, or I late 20s and he's talking about the women he's been with. like
1: I think as his parents, there's no communication that's off limits.
0: I don't want to hear about the chicks he's been with.
1: He can talk to me about it.
0: <laughs>
1: I, I mean, I think that's great. I think it's great to have a non-judgmental space and I feel like as his mom like having those conversations and being like you know you could have looked at this differently Mm -hmm. or it's like if you're dating 15 people like that's your choice but did you look at it from this perspective like just being a neutral voice (laughs) for choices Mm -hmm. that he makes so that he's not feeling judged and there's an open floor for communication
0: yeah yeah yeah. I could dig that Mm -hmm. I could dig that
1: so oh. now, what do you think our dynamic is?
0: Our dynamic? Mm-hmm. What you mean in this household?
1: Is it traditional, modern? Like, how is it?
0: I think how, it's how, kind of how both. How do you define it? It's kind of both. Um,
1: what makes it traditional?
0: Because it's, it's two parents in the household.
1: It's two parents. But we're also non-traditional because we're not married. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. And like, um, I think another dynamic is you're at the baby, and I go to work. Mm-hmm. And I think another dynamic is Wami has all his grandparents besides his late one in the family, so that would be traditional. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like I think he has a lot of people that love him and in, in his family. Which I guess could be traditional or modern, because for a traditional like African American dynamic, not all of us are able to have such a big access to, you know, yeah. my mom and my dad's yeah. families, and I think that's really beautiful that he gets to experience, you know,
0: <laughs> both sides. Fam- he has a, a really large, large family. He has a very large family.
1: And then also the the hybrid of, you know. African diaspora and African continent combination. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: this boy is going to be extremely cultured when he's <laughs> older.
1: I could see people having headaches talking to our son.
0: Man, <laughs> man, wait till he goes through that um, conscious militant period that I went through as a teenager. What age did you
1: go
0: through that? Probably like from fourteen all the way to like eighteen. I was listening to um a lot of NWA, <laughs> a lot of public enemy. The traditional family is different than the non-traditional family, which is blanketed, which is a blanketed term, used to describe all other types of families that are non-traditional. If you have ever seen the television show Modern Family, uh ha. You have been exposed to several different types of non traditional family structures.
1: Oh, the show modern family. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Non traditional families include cohabitation families or unwed couples who live in the same household, single parent families, which consist of one parent and one or more biological or adopted children Mm -hmm. extended families which consist of two or more adults from different generations of the same family who Mm -hmm. maintain a household together or same sex or Mm -hmm. um trans and so many more etc etc
1: i think that though the new the evolving New family structures are beneficial to society hmm. because I know, like right now, people are still very uncomfortable to have um, trans families. You know, being exposing themselves into like the school system and
0: my problem is what? What is it? What? Is, why is it their business?
1: It's not, but I think that people do have.
0: Are they ideals. afraid of their children becoming that? Like, what, what is, what is, what is their business? Is it their religious background, or is it their social background? Like, who cares what other people do do in their in their own household?
1: Yeah, I'm not quite sure. Cause when I thought about it, I'm like, maybe they feel like. If they're exposed to different family structures or different ways that people choose to live, then it'll like rub off on their, you know, structure of a family mm. or structure of, of that, you know, of that personal choice. Mm. Um, because I feel like with our new structures, we have situations in place now. Now we don't really have in most public places um Separate bathrooms So mm-hmm. there I've seen a lot of Like places Where it's Either unisex Or they have You know The three Different yeah. images Of what Is accepted In that space
0: Yeah It's weird That's,
1: it's, it's, it's just weird What's weird to me Is it's like When did it become Quote unquote A traditional family As to like You know That definition Of what it's supposed to be When historically, you've had different kinds of traditional family structures. Mm-hmm. You had people that were monogamous, people that were poly- polygamous, yeah. people that you know did so many different things, but it's like, when did it become a rule to just make one um, more important than the other? And mm-hmm. then now it's going back in reverse because it's like, okay, well, we don't need any labels for anything. Yeah. So like, when did it become... A big deal to focus on one perspective.
0: You can thank the Queen and uh, Christianity for that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> let, me not, let me not do stuff. Yeah, that's not I, a religion. I retract pod. that. <laughs> I retract that.
1: <laughs> but um, no, I feel what you're saying. But it just makes me question like, when, because we live in such a huge world, when, you know, of course, colonialism.
0: That's it That's what it is Colonialism <laughs> Because Ideals. it's like yeah
1: Like our ideal Of a traditional family Is western mm-hmm. Our ideal of like You know What a normal family Structure would be Would possibly be Western Unless we then Define it for ourselves And I think that's what A lot of people are In the modern family Are doing yeah. Is they're now Defining For what's best For their family
0: yeah, I I just think it's personal choice, you know. As long as yeah. you're not hurting yourself or your spouse or your kids, you know, and just leading with love and compassion and understanding, you know, no matter if it's traditional, non-traditional, single parent, whatever, just just lead with love, you know what I mean? That's 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 my thoughts on it. Yeah. You know. But um You got anything else to add?
1: I don't, not on this topic.
0: Okay, that (laughs) is all, I guess. That's all I got. Um, Let me go ahead and give you guys the quote of the day.
1: That's the quote of the day.
0: Um, To my mathematical brain, the numbers alone make thinking about aliens perfectly rational. The real change is to work out what aliens might actually be like. Stephen... (laughs) don't forget to like subscribe share comment please comment because it helps other people um find us um but yeah thanks guys we really appreciate it (laughs) peace bye